हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट 16 इंट्रा लोकल गवर्नमेंट रिलेशनशिप रूलर रिलेटेड इज द सिक्स्थ सब्जेक्ट व्हिच इज सोशल फॉरेस्ट्री एंड फार्म फॉरेस्ट्री डिसेंट्रलाइजेशन ऑफ एनवायरनमेंट प्रोटेक्शन अगेन follows the same reasoning that the forest can be better secured if local people are offered a stake in their preservation and development as per the new forest policy the idea of joint forest management jfm has been mooted which turns to practice the afforestation idea argument as part of gfm indigenous knowledge about plant species and ways to conserve them especially among rural women would be utilized to achieve better forest conservation besides exploitation of forest resources by private companies would be checked wood based industries would be made to undergo modernization programs for reduction and recycling of waste regulations regarding use of seasoned and treated material promotion of standards and codes for wood products etc community wood lots and the public wood lots would be encouraged to check rampant exploitation from private timber merchants under the gfm local communities have been granted stake in the earnings from the forest resources which has augmented their earning and encouraged participation in their behalf in forest management since this could be administered at the local level it has been included in the 11th schedule panchayat raj institutions would have a major role to play in the greening venture and better institutionalization of jfm with effective legal backup The fourth is animal husbandry dairy and poultry. It has been recognized globally that the conservation and improvement of native animal genetic resources is essential for sustainable development in agriculture and animal husbandry. Cross fertilizations have brought indigenous breeds of cattle to the point of extinction. which are better adapted to local conditions with better feed conservation of crop residue hence conservation and improvement programs should be decentralized and active involvement of non government organizations should be short hence in line the decentralization the 10th plan marks a shift from subsistence livestock farming to sustainable and viable livestock and poultry farming technology transfer in the field of processing and distribution of livestock products will be the thresh area in the 10th plan for which 
extension services for knowledge transfer and knowledge networking between the veterinary schools, colleges, Krishi Vigyan Kendras and state agricultural universities and their field stations would be sought. Integration of animal research institutions with the Department of Animal Husbandry and Dairy is essentially to facilitate transfer of technology as well as to undertake sanitary and phytosanitary measures for better livestock production. For knowledge creation and dissemination through the informed and educated extension workers, human resource development through collaboration between farmers, non-government organization and expert agencies in the related fields would be sought. Besides the overlap between the Ministry of Agriculture, Ministry of Rural Development and the Ministry of Non-Conventional Energy Resources, etc. In matters related to animal husbandry and dairy would be tackled through the efforts at consolidation and convergence of such schemes. The fifth is fisheries. Waterlogged land could be reclaimed for aquaculture and crop production. Alkalinity and salinity of the land would be treated through effective drainage. The technology employed would be environment friendly or people friendly based on active participation of the people. The seventh is major forest produce which refers to again to the new forest policy and watershed development schemes. The eighth is small scale industries including food processing industries. The sector is rural in nature hence rightly placed in the eleventh stool. The growth in these sectors have been hampered by constraints such as a lack of timely credit technological obsolescence, infrastructural bottlenecks, marketing constraints and too many rules and regulations, stiffing initiatives. Dereservation of 85 items under liberalization has also affected the industry. A new policy package has been announced in 2012 and 5. Limits for investment in plant and machinery, loan limits from the RBI have been raised. Small and medium enterprises would, it is proposed, be integrated and small and medium industries fund of rupees 10,000 has been operationalized by the SIDB since 2004. Attention is also being paid to remove the above-mentioned constraints. The agency of the panchayat institutions could effectively channelize these benefits to the small-scale sector and be actively involved in planning efforts with regard to these sectors in the sense of needs articulation. 
It is crucial since entrepreneurial activity should be promoted, pooling individual efforts for better productivity and employment in the countryside. The ninth is Khadi village and cottage industries. In the new environment of globalization, the Khadi industry is facing the threat of premature and nebulous competition since it is a major source of employment for illiterate rural poor. Ways have to evolve to protect the industry in wake of constraints put up by the environment following the paradigm shift towards the globalization and free trade. Growth in Khadi trade has developed over the years because of problems relating to marketing and uncertainty about the rebate policy to make the Khadi clothes cheaper in the market. The tenth plan and envisages promoting Khadi through setting up rural industrial estates and artisan clusters to provide the necessary infrastructure and support services to the village industries. Developed land power, water, common facilities, centers, design and quality input and common packaging facilities would be provided at such clusters. The common facility centers would be managed by the implementing agency for the industrial state. Financial assistance would be provided by the KVIC or by agencies such as the National Bank for Rural Development NABARD, Small Industries Development Bank of India SIDBI, Council for the Advancement of People's Actions and Rural Technology Corporate, etc. The managerial aspect of the NDVR would be entrusted to local self-governing institutions. Items 10 to 14 deal with the basic services like housing, fuel and fodder, drinking water, etc. Regarding safe drinking water, it has been noted in the 10th plan that panchayats are developing to shoulders the responsibility of operating and maintaining water supply projects which are presently designed and executed by the implementing departments at the state level and passed on to end users. The state government lacked the machinery to implement these programs at village level. Hence, a radical change is called for the management system. Instead of being supply-driven, Water supply infrastructure should be as per assessed demands and the capability to handle the infrastructure. User preferences should be taken into account between hand pumps, stand posts, household connections. People should be informed by the cost and benefits of each option and asked to make a choice for themselves. Hence, stakeholder participation is and necessary efforts could be 
collated under the aegis of the panchayat institutions. Panchayats should also share the expenses of the projects and responsibilities of providing for the maintenance and good workmanship. Besides, concreted efforts are required for watershed management measures referred above on the part of the community-based organizations since they can be best coordinated at the local level as local institutions are gradually institutionalized and gain in confidence future scenario in this respect would be encouraging. Hence, one could confidently go with the listing of this subject in the 11th schedule. Now, let us wind up the session. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.